Good morning, church. Uh, my name is Alicia, and I'm the director of youth ministries here. Uh, and I am going to bring to you the three-ish things. So the three-ish things are the things we feel you need to know that are coming up over maybe the next week or the month. So first up, we have uh, fall kickoff next week um, here at the church. We start at, oh, it still says nine up there. We just want to keep you guys aware that we're not at nine, we're at 10. So it will be 10 o'clock here and we do have a brunch to follow. So come and plan to stay and visit and hang out and get to know somebody else maybe within the congregation. Uh, you who sit on this side typically, maybe meet somebody who sits on this side. It'd be pretty cool, right? Uh, next up, we have our FX. Um, FX is our family experience. That's what that means. Uh, fall camping coming. And that happens September 23rd to the 25th. Me and my family went last year, and it was lots of fun. We got to swim in the lake and hang out and, again, get to know more people within our congregation, our church family. It's really good. You can register by going to the events page on our website, or if you have the app under events there, you can register your family to go. So I encourage you guys, maybe check it out. It'll be lots of fun. And our last is, if you haven't heard, I am taking youth to a cool Guatemala. We have a partnership with FH Canada. And when Scott and Alana were like, Alicia, we need to do a missions trip. I was like, well, we're going to go to Guatemala because I love that partnership that we have. And to be able to bring youth in on it is really exciting. FH is really excited because this will actually be the first time they've done a youth trip. So we get a like stretch them a little, and then we ourselves get to be stretched and learn um, what that partnership is. So students, if you are in grades, well, sorry, if you're turning 16 by the end of next year to 18, you can apply to join me and Isaac, my intern, yeah. to, and a few others, adults, don't worry, there'll be two, a few more adults with us, uh, on this trip to Guatemala. So... Um, whether students are in the audience or you know of your own student, uh, tap them on the shoulder and would love to have them apply. That is it for our three-ish things. Well, this morning, um, I want to uh, talk and, whoops, go back. Not yet. Uh, I want to I want to uh, finish off our time. We've been going through first, second, and third John. And so this will be the last message of of, uh, of John and Third John, and I want to talk about hospitality. And um, I'll start off with a story. A few, quite a few summers ago, I got a phone call from uh, my phone rang, and it, it buzzed. I picked it up, I looked at it, and it was my friend Jack. And Jack and I have a particular way of how we answer the phone. Um, and uh, so whenever I phone Jack or Jack phones me, when we answer the phone, if Jack phones me, the way I answer it, I go, Jack. And uh, he answers back, Scott. And that's how we start off every single time. It was a little bit embarrassing because uh, his wife used his phone uh, a few weeks ago. And she phoned me and I go, Jack. And she goes, this is Trish. <laughs> oh, man. 
But uh, Jack, he, uh, he, loves to, he loves to canoe. He loves to paddle. And for quite a few years, he'd been talking to me about going on a canoe trip to northern Saskatchewan and uh, going down a river with him. And I'd never done that before. I'm not really a canoeist. Most I've ever done in a canoe is to jump into a canoe in a lake and paddle around. So this is like diving in, deep in. <laughs> And, um, and, I, and it just worked out for me to go. And so uh, all was going well, and we had a couple of meetings, and we were looking for our sixth person. There was going to be three canoes, six of us, and we're looking for the sixth one, and he finally found one, and it was a gal, which meant that we had to sort out what we were going to do for tents, which brings me to this, that we decided that we were going to put three men in a three-man tent, we all know what a three-man tent really is, it's, you know. It's kind of like you might get two in there, but it's really good for one. And we put three of us guys in there. And for me, that was stretching. I, I like people, and I like to be around people, but I also have my boundaries. I, I, I kind of have my space that I like to be. And putting three of us in a three-man tent was really starting to stretch the boundaries of what that would actually feel like. And, and so we... We went for it. I went for it because I wanted to go on this canoe trip. And I will tell you, the first night, it did feel quite uh, squishy. It felt quite personal. Uh, it, uh, it, it, we were, it just felt like we were squishing. And Jack and I are not big people, tall people. And then our, our, uh, our third guy was, was quite big. And, uh, and boom, in we went. Um, and I had a choice to make. I was going to either uh, endure this or I was going to somehow uh, see this tent and expand my tent, my tent pegs and make this work. And I chose the, I chose the latter. I chose to go, yeah, I'm going to make this work. I'm, gonna, I'm actually not going to uh, uh, feel awkward in here. I'm going to try not to feel awkward. I'm, gonna, I'm going to embrace uh, all of us in this tent. And uh, we did it. Eight days. We, uh, we spent eight evenings in this tent together, and we were still friends afterwards. But, but that kind of leads me to this point of hospitality, because when I talk about hospitality, I, I, I want to talk about how it is really kind of expanding our tent pegs and our tent and making room for people. And for some of us, we're really good at inviting people in. I saw, I know Jay's here. Where is Jay? Jay, raise your hand. Jay. Oh, there, back there, yeah. If you've ever been around Jay, um, you feel welcome just looking at his bald head. Uh, it's true. That's it, that's it. You see the reflection of yourself, and you know, you know, because he kind of walks up to you like this, right? And it's like, hey, greetings. I'm glad, uh, no. But Jay is one of those guys, he is. He's one of those guys you just automatically feel like, ooh, yeah, you know? Um, I'm, I'm not a huggy type, but I may hug him type of thing. Um, that's Jay. And some of us, we're kind of prickly, porcupiners. You know, it's like, yeah, we can get close, but not too close. I got my personal space. Ooh, yeah, that's one step too close. Um, and, uh, and yet, hospitality, as I want to go through today, is something in which we're, we're all called to. So um, I was talking with John uh, earlier, and he was saying, how is your message going? I said, well, it's okay, because... But I'm a little nervous. I'm going to take a verse, and I'm, I'm not going to really do a lot of exegetical preaching on it. It's kind of where I'm jumping off. And I want to be true to God's word. So this is our verse, which is up there. It says, Beloved, it is a faithful thing you do in all your efforts 
for, those, for these brothers and sisters, strangers as they are. And from there, I want to talk about hospitality. So I have a few things that I want us to look at. First of all, hospitality is not food. Boo. Can everybody say boo? Because uh, we all like food. But food makes good hospitality. All right? And my, I'll, I'll come back to that. I'll come back to really hopefully cement that point. But, but hospitality is not food. But food makes good hospitality. And uh, there are some of you here that uh, you just, you, you, we come into your homes and it's so easy. It is just like, wow. And you even make a bowl of soup as if it was fit for the queen. You know, I don't know, I don't know how you do that. But, but some of you who just have this gift of hospitality and you bring food into it, it's like, oh, man, this is so great. <laughs> this is what and, and, and so I, but I like to say that hospitality is not food, but food makes good hospitality. Secondly, is this, biblical hospitality is a lifestyle that makes strangers feel welcome inside your community, space, and sphere of influence. Hospitality is the giving of oneself. That's what hospitality is. It, it, it's making somebody feel welcome inside of your community. And, and some of you have been in this community, New Life. You've called New Life your home for a long time. This is your community. You feel very comfortable here. You feel very good here. You feel very welcoming here. And, and this is your community. It's your space. It's your sphere. But others, there's some of you who, who are sitting here, and you've actually sat here for years as well. You sat here for years, and you actually... Don't feel like you, you're welcome or you belong or you're, it can happen. You can actually feel like you are very lonely in a room full of people today. And some of you have felt that and yet you keep coming. Bless you. Wonderful. And, and I, know that, I know that feeling welcome is kind of a two-way thing, isn't it? I mean, I need to do my part. As I look around and I see people, I need to engage with people. But, and you need to do your part. Sometimes some of us will stand off to the side and won't say anything and say, well, this isn't very welcoming. And yet we also need to make that effort. So I know that's a two-way thing. However, there's a responsibility that you and I have in hospitality to say, what is my community? What is my space? What is my sphere of influence? And am I giving myself to have others receive and welcome and come in and be part of. I, I like this here. Uh, yeah, doorbell. Doorbell broken. Uh, you know, just holler really loud ding dong. <laughs> uh, Rabbi Kerry Linsky said this, if people don't feel comfortable inside the community, they won't be there long enough to enjoy the riches that it has to offer. Just let that sit for a moment. I, I, I found that and I thought, this is good. We, we have a good community here. We have a good thing here. But if we're not helping people to feel welcome inside the community. They won't stay long enough to know how good it is. <laughs> and it is. 
we're, we're at this place, we're at this moment here in, 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 um, in kind of the calendar year where people come and they check out church. Some of you might be here checking out the church. And, and for us who come here all the time, it is good to have our heads up and look around and to see, are we, are we making people feel welcome? Are we welcoming that stranger? Are we looking around and saying, who is, who is it that, that I would want him, them, him or her to stay here so that they know how good it is? So it's a, it's a great thing to consider. All right, so what I want to do is I want to take this verse and I want to look at three Three things. Three things. On this verse. The first is this. We are not called to be choosy in whom we show hospitality to. We're not called to be choosy for whom we have whom for whom we show hospitality to. So we, we could have a doormat, and we could have a doormat in this church, you could have a doormat in your life and how you present yourself, which sells welcome-ish, depending on who you are. <laughs> In 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 9, it says, show hospitality without grumbling, without complaining. That, that, that's what we are to do. We're, we're to show a hospitality without a grumbling or complaining. Look with me in Luke chapter uh, 14, if you will. Luke chapter 14. So if you uh, have your Bibles and you want to turn there, if you're new and, uh, to, to, to a Bible, uh, it's going to be in the New Testament, um, Old and New Testament. Uh, you'll find that the beginning of this New Testament is Luke and, uh, or Matthew, Mark, uh, Matthew, whew, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. There we are. Uh, so let's look at Luke chapter 14. And it starts in verse 12. And Jesus said, so if you're going to be choosy, Jesus actually says you can't be choosy. I just said you, sh- you can't be choosy, but let's read what he says. If you're going to be choosy, this is how you're going to choose. He says, when you give a dinner or a banquet, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your, or your relatives or the rich neighbors, lest they invite you in return and repay you. But when you give a feast, invite the poor, the crippled, the, the lame and the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the just. What, what, is, what is Jesus saying here? I, this is what I believe that he's trying to say, is that I think that he's not saying that, no, don't have your friends over. I don't think he's saying that. But I think what he's saying is, is that have your head up. You know, it, it, hospitality is looking, hospitality is inclusive. It's not exclusive, it's inclusive. It invites, it looks, and it's not always going to be people that, you, that, that fit who you are or where you're at. He said, if you're going to invite people, if you're going to be choosy, well, choose, choose the lame, choose the crippled, choose the blind, choose these people. And I'm looking at that and going, I am challenged by that. I'm seriously challenged by that. I, I, I know that in, in my world, I have a welcome-ish portion of my world. And how I look at the people around me. I welcome-ish. But God doesn't welcome-ish. As we will come to the communion table, the communion table is, is a welcoming table because, it, because Christ has welcomed all to come to him. Secondly, consider those you offer hospitality as brothers and sisters 
And so when we look at the verse, he, he, he is saying that, that uh, you know, make this effort to, to welcome brothers and sisters. When we, especially in church, and I'm talking here on a Sunday morning, mostly, is that if we look at the people around us and look at them as being brothers and sisters in the Lord, someone new walks in here, they're, they're a brother or sister in the Lord. I know that may be a huge assumption, but in today's world that we live in, very few people, there'll be some people, but very few people, a very small percentage of people will enter this church building searching and not knowing Jesus or not having any church background. 99% of the people that come into this church building are going to have some background in church. Some. They're going to know something. And matter of fact, most of them are going to be believers. They're moving here or they're changing churches or whatever the case is. They're looking. They're, but they're strangers, but they're brothers and sisters in the Lord. And so when I look at someone and I see someone, do I look at them and say, the same Jesus, the same Jesus that is in them, the one who says Christ in you, the hope of glory, Christ in me, do I see them as, a, as having the same Jesus as me? Do I see that? Do I see them and look as Colossians 3, 4 says, when Christ who is your life, Paul's saying to us, Christ is our life. Do I look at a brother, a stranger, and do I see them as a brother and sister in the Lord? Do I see that? I'm challenged again by that. How I view people. And if I look at them as a brother and sister in the Lord, how do I look at those in my family? I just, I visited my family and tried to give them all COVID. It didn't work. But when I see my family, what do I do? I give them a hug. Hey, bro. Mm. And my brother can give me some massive good hugs. And it's been a while since I've seen my dad, and my dad embraced me, and he wouldn't let me go. You know one of those embraces? I get this embrace, and it's there, and then I, I kind of let up a little bit, thinking, okay, we've done this long enough, Dad. This is cool. And my dad just wouldn't let me go. He just, boom, he just kept me in his grip. Why is that? Because I am his, his son. I, I am his family. Now, that's relatives. Those are, you know, people which they, my dad, helped bring me into this world. And so there's, there's going to be a, a long embrace in that. <laughs> but it's the mentality. It's how I'm looking. It's how I'm engaging. Third, hospitality is faithful work. As he says in here that that. Brothers, it is a faithful thing you do. How is it faithful work? When we love God, we love other people. You can't help. When we truly engage with God in love, and we love him, and as we engage in that love, we can't help but love other people. It's faithful work. It's the work of God that he loved us before we first loved him. He loved us as strangers. Do you see that? Here, what, what, what John is talking about is about, about showing hospitality to strangers is the very thing that God has done to or with us as he loved us, and while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. This table is a table of hospitality. 
It's God inviting us to be part of his family, to remember that we're part of his family. It's a good thing. So here's, I think, I hope, the application that I want to make as we move, as, as we move into communion. First is hospitality is who we are because Christ welcomes all who come to him. And if Christ is in us, then we also should be looking to welcome. Hospitality starts when we look beyond our comfortable routine. It is. You have a routine. You you have a routine of how you come into church. You have a routine of how you do church. And it's looking beyond that. It's allowing yourself to break that routine, to look past yourself, and to say, who Who is here that I need to welcome to be part of the family of God? Hospitality is living out Christ in us. Oh, uh, I missed the third one. Hospitality recognizes a stranger is part of the family. So my challenge is today, look around. Find someone who is a stranger to you. Alicia and I didn't talk. (laughs) But that's the way God works. And she says, you who sit over here. Now, I see a few people who have changed places, which is great. You could say hi to people who sit over here. And you, over here, you can say hi. And you can keep, and you can swap, and you can... Who haven't you said hi to in a while? Start there. Start with somebody who you haven't said hi to in a while. And engage in a conversation anticipating that Christ is in them, anticipating that what you are doing reflects the Lord Jesus Christ. 